What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Yes Ma'am. First and foremost, happy Mother's Day to all my mamas out there, my single moms, my morning moms, those who want to be moms, fur moms, all of you. I literally don't know how some of you do it. I give so much kudos to those who still have to maintain a household, work, and have to feed children at least three meals. Like, who has the time? I feel like it's been so long since I've talked to y'all. I feel like so much has happened since my last episode. Lots of tears have fallen, I will say. Over the weekend, I serviced a longtime client who I haven't seen in a while. And I, of course, asked her how she's been. And she's a relatively quiet, chill client. So when she said that she had been good, I typically wouldn't have questioned it. But there was something that was just off. I didn't push it at first because if someone wants to tell me something, they will. But I know some people need to be asked with a little bit more of a push. The way she continued the conversation was just so low energy. So I took it upon myself and this time said, you seem really tired. Are you okay? And y'all, she unleashed it on me. I won't go into too much detail as this was a private matter for her. When she had told me what had been so heavy on her mind and body, I could tell it was the first time she had said it out loud in months. She told me only a couple people knew, and she cried. I cried with her. I hugged her. I told her it would all be okay, and I could sense some relief in her just talking about it and crying about it. And this is why I love my job. It's so much more than just applying makeup or educating someone on skincare. I truly do bond with people. I thrive on making people feel better. A true yes, ma'am. And that's why I always say you have no idea what people are actually going through. So when I ask someone how they are, I'm truly asking. I'm not just making small talk. I hate small talk. I live for deep conversations. It makes me look at life in a different perspective. I gain more knowledge on how to communicate with people and that everyone has different needs. I myself am really good at putting on a poker face and saying everything is great. I'm trying to be better and actually let out my feelings when I feel them and talk about it because I'm so used to holding in so much that until I've had enough, I explode and I explode over the smallest inconvenience. And it's like, that's not really why I'm upset. It's just everything else that is going on that I haven't mentioned to anyone. And this past week, I had a couple mental breakdowns as things with my spa were not going as planned and I feel like with things like this is why I'm such a control freak and why I prefer to do things myself because I get shit done. I don't need someone to constantly remind me to do my job or that there's a deadline. That's why I hate relying on people. So with that being said, I definitely had to put my foot down with some of my contractors. The The contracting world is a whole other ball game, y'all. It'd be my own people. <laughs> Mexicans are some of the hardest working people that I know. But if you don't put your foot down, shit will take six plus months to get finished, is what I've learned from this experience, which I was not expecting because my dad is such a prime example of getting shit done. He has no patience, which is where I get it from. Once my mind is set, there's no turning back. And I'm getting it done right then and there. I've always been that way. It's a blessing and a curse. A curse just because I've told y'all in my previous episodes of the anxiety I get when I know something needs to be done, 
but there's no pressing reason to have it done in that moment that I think about it. For example, I want to go to Mexico for my birthday in August. I just moved from my apartment back to living with my sister, so shit at home is a mess. My, my sister is kind of, one of my sisters is kind of overlooking the flights for us and needs my passport number to book everything, you know, and she, she wasn't even booking it in the moment. Like, we pressed the pause button when I mentioned it, but I woke up Sunday morning and was like, oh, shit, I need my passport. I don't know where my passport is at. I need to find it, which I did not need to find it right then and there because she didn't even ask me for it, but. I know I'm going to need it, and I didn't want to have to struggle last minute to search when she does ask. And y'all, I've been so tired. I feel like I haven't slept since I got back from Fredericksburg. But instead of sleeping in, I got my ass up to find my passport. (laughs) But oh my god, speaking of Fredericksburg, it was so fucking fun, y'all. 10 out of 10, recommend. I initially thought it was like a girl's thing, but it was a bunch of us that went to go celebrate my friend Jocelyn's birthday. (laughs) I need to tell y'all. So I was one of the last ones to get there, right? I I left midday on Saturday because I worked Saturday and I drove four hours by myself. Everyone had gotten there the night before. So they had had their Saturday plan to go to wineries and get drunk. And I wasn't going to get there till about six or seven, which that was the time that their little tour was over. So it worked out perfectly because we would all get back to our Airbnb about the same time. Well, I got there a little earlier than they did. So I took it upon myself to take a shower to prep myself for the dinner that we were going to go to later in the evening. Bruh, tell me why. The, The bathroom door was one of those sliding farm doors and I couldn't unlock it to get out of the restroom. It was stuck and it didn't help that my nails were long so I couldn't get a good grip on the lock. (laughs) I I laugh about it now but I almost had a panic attack and on top of that I was sharing a room and everyone had just gotten back to the house. They were banging on the door. Everyone is drunk excited that I'm there and I can't get out of the fucking restroom. Like my anxiety. I almost cried. Like, how is this happening? I just got here. I was sweating balls. All of my clothes were left in the room. So I'm like naked. I only have a towel. So yeah, I, I was definitely freaking out. <laughs> I had, I had to, <laughs> you won't believe what I had to do. I had to use the, the ends of two toothbrushes that were not mine to unlock the door. So I, I finally unlock it. I, I'm still panicky. You know, I'm trying to play it cool and I all of a sudden get scared because I thought everyone had walked away from the door because I was taking so long and I thought I had heard someone coming in and I closed the door again and it locks. Oh my God. So I'm, I'm on my second panic attack because I just struggled so hard to unlock the, this shit with two toothbrushes and, and yeah, that was not fun, but eventually I opened it again and it was all fun and games afterward. There was this one winery that we went to called The Edge that was amazing. They plan on making it like a full resort to be able to stay on the property. They had a pool, games. It was so beautiful. That would definitely be a nice place to propose to your girlfriend if any of my men need ideas on how to ask a woman. I wouldn't mind it. You know, my future man can do that for me. The, the, The scenery was breathtaking. 
at one point uh, all of us decided to put our feet in the pool and just chill that was probably one of my favorite moments there I definitely plan on going back with my sisters you know though I had a friend slash client ask me if I have dated anyone since my breakup and I haven't even thought about it y'all it has not crossed my motherfucking mind I am so busy like I I have so much going on and I'm just not there yet you know and I did listen to some other podcasts about a, a psychologist talking about like when you first start dating again that you shouldn't have expectations that you shouldn't have like oh like envision a life with this person right away a lot of us women do that which I'm guilty of I definitely like try to check all of my boxes you know and his advice was if you enjoy your time like don't don't think about your expectations right like you shouldn't go in with any expectations like if you enjoy your time and you had fun then go on another date and then see if you have fun again and if you keep on having fun then that can lead to something really great and it's like, what if the, that person didn't check off all the boxes initially on, on that first date, but you have so much fun with them and that you can relate to them on different levels, you know, which I, I do agree with. But <laughs> I do have certain certain requirements or expectations later, you know, for my partner that I, I just they're non-negotiable. Number one, you have to have your shit together. Like either you're close to making as much as me or you're making more, or, you know, you you have to be, you have to be there, you have to be making around six figures, if you're not, sorry, like, I I envision having a really comfortable life, and no, I'm not saying money is everything, but it is important for the life that I want for myself, and if you can't contribute to that, then I don't want you, sorry. Another one, definitely family-oriented, my family is everything to me. We have cookouts all the fucking time. And if you ha- if you can't do that, if you're not comfortable with that, then that's not going to work. Another top one is you have to have a sense of humor. Like, you have to make me fucking laugh. That is the way to my fucking heart is you have to be funny. You have to get my sarcasm. I love dry humor. Like, there's nothing that I find more attractive, like, in a partner is, like, that dry humor and being able to like make fun of yourself and be goofy and not care what other people think about you like I love that shit and that's why I understand why Kim Kardashian is dating what's his name shit um Pete oh yeah I forgot his name yes I can under I see that because it's like funny men get you and another one that people may say that like isn't important which I totally understand but I have to be attracted to you. I'm not saying you got to be a 10. I'm not saying you have to be like some fucking William Levy. Like, no, I don't, I don't necessarily need that. That would be nice. It's a plus, but I have to find you attractive. And that's in anything and everything that you do, not just with looks. Like, are you fucking kind? Are you a nice person? Are you genuine? That is what is attractive to me. Another thing, which is like, a big one too, which I'm not saying that, you know, I would never, but it it can be a make it or break it for me. Um, I really don't want to date anyone with kids. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm like, I don't have kids. I would want my future boyfriend to not have kids either. 
And I don't think that's like a huge request, you know? And yes, it's definitely me being selfish. Like I want all the attention for me. And I know with like dads, good dads, that it's not all about me. And I don't want to forfeit that. You get me? And then one last thing that I would need is for them to be willing. I'm not saying they have to start off to be this way, but be willing to learn my love language and do things for me without me having to ask because that's the way I feel the most loved. And that's really it. Nothing too crazy, right? Like, I don't have, like, a million checkboxes. Like, oh, you have to be this height. You have to do this for a living. Exactly. Like, you know, as long as you're making good money. I don't care if you're, like, fucking plumbers, y'all. Y'all know how much plumbers fucking make. I would marry a plumber. Because shit. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because of how much I'm pay- I'm paying my plumber. I'm like, damn, you're making about a little over 50 grand off me. That's insane. But anyways, um, yeah, it's been an exhausting but productive two weeks. My spa is expected to be done at the end of the month, and I'm planning to have my grand opening, which everyone is invited to, on May 29th from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. I will definitely keep y'all posted and be updating regularly on my Instagram. If you want to see construction updates, go follow me at Toya, T-O-I-Y-A-A. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will talk to you in my next episode.